Hello, Saltcasters. This is Joe with Saltcast Plus, recording episode three. Um, it's been a while since I recorded a, an episode. I didn't realize that there was such a demand for it, but I've been getting requests, so I thought I'd better pick it back up. Last time, I said that we I was going to do a uh, review of the. Uh, marine Biosystems uh, Biopellet Reactor, the F5, which is the smaller version. I have that. Um, I have that done. It's on YouTube. Um, but uh, I thought we'd talk about that briefly, um, and along with some other things. Um, let's do that first. Um, the F5 Biopellet Reactor is is really neat. The um, the the parts on the top and the bottom are um, are from uh, a, a 3D printer, and you can really see the 3D printing in them. But it's uh, to me that kind of stuff is very cool, just for that fact. But um, what what sets this aside is uh, to me is that it keeps the bio pellets spinning in a circular motion instead of just bubbling. It keeps them spinning. Um, as you get to the top, if you go to full dose, look for your tank. As you get to the top, they don't spin as much as they bubble, but halfway up to three quarters of the way up, they're spinning. So, to me, um, I don't know a lot about um, chemistry and things like that, but when they're spinning, uh, like in that motion and, and vigorously turning, they're not going to stick together. Um, but they're also, um, when something spins, in my mind, you're seeing the whole, every side of that um, is picking up um, that, doing that uh, carbon exchange that the bio pellets are supposed to do. So, um, I, I, I like it so far. I think it has made a tremendous difference. It's only been in my, running in my tank for about four weeks and I have made a, seen a noticeable difference. Um, something that also that I done was not only did I um, cut back on or install this uh, bio pellet reactor I cut back on my water changes because I'm thinking generally I say if you have a problem one thing at a time and that helps you identify a problem but with this particular instance I I was wondering if my water changes changes weren't hurting me um, I know with like dinos if you do water changes or change your GFO, then that feeds they it feeds them. They love them um, that that fresh, clean water. So I didn't want uh, I cut back to every other week. That and I was just eating through salt, doing 15, 20 gallon water changes in one tank a week. It, it's just um, not to try to get cheap, but that's just the way it uh, the way it turned out to be. So I. Um, I cut back that and I also got rid of a couple of fish in here now I'm just down to two fish um, I actually had a, uh, a fuzzy dwarf lion jump um, while I was on vacation just jumped clean out of the tank found it about four foot away from the tank it was crazy um, but it jumped uh, I after that I put in another Fu Manchu lionfish and I think my big lion, I think the reason why the fuzzy jumped and the, and the little lion um, was pretty tore up and died 
I think my big line, my big Fu Manchu is is being a bully. So I'm content with just going down to the two fish. Um, uh, hopefully I'll be able to add more in the future, but for now I'm, I'm content. All right now I'm focusing on trying to get things cleaned up. Um, I want to get rid of all this uh, wire, green wire algae and um, I've got I have tons of Aptasia that keep coming on. I don't understand why because they don't have any coral. Never had any coral in this tank or with this rock, so I don't understand where the Aptasia came from. But it's there, and it'll give me something else to uh, um, another experiment to do, something else to do. But I'm noticing um, a, a major decrease in the uh, in the algae. Um, what hasn't uh, completely died off already. Um, it's turning brown. I still have some green, bright green spots that are where the algae is doing well. It's uh, at first it was like boom. I was having, I had a huge reduction, and then it picked back up, and then it's starting to drop back off again. Um, it, it picked back up when I added more bio pellets, and I don't know if that was just a coincidence or what. But um, because if you uh, if you re look at the video. Um, when you start with bio pellets, they don't want you to just start at the full recommended dose. They want you to come in with uh, with half dose or quarter dose. So what I did was cut it. I cut it in half, and then I add another half. I did added the other half of the half, and then the rest of it to it. So if you add a full dose all at one time, you can get a, a, a nutrient dense cloud of kind of a fog through your tank and so I didn't want that and so I started off slow worked my way up over uh, over the four weeks and we're at uh, full dose now so since I went full dose I haven't seen any difference when I was running just like a third of it um, but it's still I'm, I'm getting ahead of it I'm not uh, I'm not too concerned about it um, but what, like I was saying before, my mind went crazy. Was what's not, what's not, what hasn't died, is dying. It's brown. I've even got some white. It's turned white on me. Um, but most of it's kind of brown. It gets slimy and nasty on the ends. So every other week when I do my water changes, I, I, I try to pull at what I can because the stuff that is dying or dead pulls right off the rock real easy versus the stuff that is alive and doing well you can break it off but it doesn't pull off like the dead and dying does <coughs> excuse me um the uh um i haven't seen noticed any new fresh stuff some of the stuff that was uh um was turning brown some of it has brightened back up a little I guess you could say but it's not um, it's not it doesn't look like it's making a comeback so um, I'm, I'm pretty pleased with it I think um, in the future I think I'll run one of these on all my tanks uh, bio pellet reactor um, of course it's saying that this has long-term results uh, sometimes we tend to start with something and it works and it works great and then all of a sudden it stops working so we'll see what uh, uh, see how things go off subject again I got a new microphone so if anything 
anyone has any trouble listening or hearing me, let me know. Um, you can uh, shoot me an email at saltcastplus at gmail.com, saltcastplus at gmail.com. Let me know if you're having any troubles, and um, we can uh, switch up equipment as needed. I'm sitting in front of the 40-gallon breeder that uh, we've been talking about that's running the biopellet reactor. Um, I have some concerns with it, too, um, that you want to help things. So, like, we have this reactor, and that's great. But if we can help that reactor in any other way, like cutting back feeding, cutting back on waste, um, cutting back on anything else that we may can think of or, or fixing anything else that we can think of to help that, all that's going to do is just speed up the process, the healing process, the fixing process. So one thing that I'm worried about is my filter socks. I always, I've always thought filter socks are nitrate just factories you just get they're great for the first day but on day two I think they're releasing stuff back in there um, because it's catching all that stuff and then there's nothing to uh, your 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 rock is not filtering anything out once it's in that side that filter sock um, it's just I don't I don't know so I'd eventually like to get away from socks I think that's socks are good for water changes or if you're having clouding from something disturbing the sand or something like that but I, I just don't think that socks are wise to use but I'm using them so well, I'm a hypocrite I guess <laughs> I don't know um, I haven't noticed any um, I have a little bit um, of uh, uh, cyano uh, which you're going to get when you have you're, you're having something that's full of nutrients die so those nutrients have to be consumed they have some place they have to go someplace that's why the algae was growing in the first place well the bio pellets of course are trying to do that um, I have my uh, the, the reactor hooked straight into the uh, skimmer so that way it's pulling right from the bio pellet reactor into the skimmer but you know that your skimmer doesn't skim a hundred percent of the time so um, true it's pulling some but it's not pulling everything and so um, I, I have had some but actually I think the uh, biopellet reactor is keeping up with that I, I, it is a slow process you don't it's not something that's going to change overnight but it's I it's noticeable I can see the difference and I have made a uh, um, a new video that I've been I spent last night thought it was uploaded but it's only a two minute 30 second video Two minutes 32 seconds something like that but for some reason YouTube wouldn't accept it so I've got to try that again here in a little bit but it's an updated video you can actually see the inside of the tank and um, and you can when you watch the video though notice that I'm missing a few NIMS in there I pulled four of my NIMS out of the 40 breeder and put them in my clown tank harem um, it's a mini harem uh, I spoke about that on the last two podcasts um, it's doing so-so um, the tank is actually looking way better than what it was when it was a uh, uh, seahorse tank um, as far as algae and, and nutrients uh, it, it's looking great uh, I mean better every day I'm very happy with the tank I've got 
ten anemones in it at this point. So it's full, but I've lost three clowns. I'm down to six, started with nine. Um, the six that are remaining look okay, um, but um, I'm not happy with I have lost three. Uh, I was okay with one, two was eh, but three is I'm not okay with. But I mean, not that I have a choice, but I don't know. I, I don't know about this whole clown um, harem thing, which leads me to my next topic. Um, what do you believe? What do you when when you go to live aquaria or when you're getting a new fish? What do you believe? So let's. I'm here on the on the MacBook Pro here. I'm gonna type in live aquaria and let's go to marine fish and let's go to oh anglers and frogfish. So. This is what, um, this, just because this is the kind of stuff I like. Um, okay, so you have anglers and frogfish. So we're going to uh, click on wart skins. I've had a couple of wart skins over the years. Um, I had one that was super healthy and beautiful. Oh, I love that. And I accidentally killed it with an ammonia spike from some uh, Tisby pods. But that's another story for another podcast. Um, so you click on this wart skin angler and it tells you minimum tank size is, two, is 20 gallons. Um, the care is moderate, temperament is peaceful, um, reef uh, compatible with caution. So what do you believe? Do you, do you say, okay, I can put this thing in a 10 gallon tank, but all I have is say a 15 gallon tank or a 10 gallon tank. Is it going to be okay in that? And, and the answer is, there is no answer. Um, could you could you squeeze a little bitty one into a small tank because they start out very small yeah for a while but as it grows and, and it gets starts getting uncomfortable you have to think of the animal and 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 what's best for it the uh it could probably spend its days out in a 10 gallon tank and be fine but if you put anything else with it or if it it still needs room to roam um, just like people and yes they'll be they can be happy in a um, I don't know a tow behind camper like that you camp in it, they could be a, I know people that live in those could I no I, I would go crazy in one of those things so you kind of have to think of it like that too and use your judgment um, what I do with this um, this is a question that was brought up to me is I do research uh, live aquarium is a great base and, and they say a minimum 20 gallon tank that's their opinions that's where they start honestly if I had one of these I wouldn't put it in nothing less than a 30 gallon tank um, because I want other things with it I want it to see it move around and I want that uh, water volume to help me in the long run to keep a happy healthy environment for the fish so in this case I think they got it wrong I think they're too low in some cases I think they're too high but um, an angler is a very inactive fish they move very slowly they don't cover a lot of ground in the course of a, of a day but there's other things 
uh, to think about. Um, so it, it just and it, and it all depends. So what what I do is I want a wart skin angler. So I'll go to Live Aquaria um, and check them out, see what they say. Something else is it says that this the care level of this fish is moderate, and I don't agree with that either. I think that it's it's borderline difficult. Uh, you're talking about a fish that you have to um, that's used to only eating live things, not just grazing, not just picking stuff, plucking stuff out of the water column. You're talking about a fish that actually needs to uh, uh, consume live, or that's used to consuming live critters. So um, at first you may have to feed them live. You might have to go and get feeder guppies. You might have to go and get ghost shrimp. And then you got to feed them regularly when you first get them. I mean, um, true, I feed my fish um, twice a week. Um, my lionfish and my leaf fish twice a week um, but when I first got them the lionfish ate if not every day at least every other day same thing with the leaf fish um, once I got them established on frozen it was a lot easier um, but at first it was very difficult so that's the difficult now they're super easy you can get these fish to eat anything but um, but I, I, you know the, the beginning is the difficult part and so um, I think they're, they misjudge that because yeah it's moderate it is kind of hard or it is kind of easy after you get it but in the I, I really think that these should be borderline difficult fish but that's that's just me so I don't take anything that I read to heart um, so that's one thing that I do. Okay, so the, we, we decided to, to research wart skin angler. So I'm going to, I'm a little lazy, so I'm just going to copy and paste this into Google. Paste, boom. Let's see what we got here. Ooh. Okay, so uh, Live Aquaria, obviously, because they're a paid advertisement, they're right there on top. And I'm not saying that Live, uh, live Aquaria is wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying that I'm not going to just believe everything that I read just on Live Aquaria. Um, so, and then there's images of wart skin anglers. If you click on that image of, for wart skin anglers, it takes you to images. Not everything on here is a wart skin. There's other anglers on here. Um, but you can see, you get your idea of what color differences, differences there are. Um, the ones that are common, the ones that are not. But if you click on one of these pictures if say here's a little yellow one um, so it takes me to a site I can click on that that is somebody that's has some experience with that and then I can look at it and see um, let's see here's one you click on this it goes to uh, another site gotfrogs.com well that's a frog fish or skin angler they're all pretty much the same so you can click on that check it out I can see that the date of this image was posted was June 2nd of 2006 so I can also see that some that this information might be a little dated um, so but uh, so I, I like to go through the images that's just something I like to do um, and then you can go through there's YouTube videos here um, uh, there's uh, forums forums are a great place um, to find information um, because I want to talk to somebody that has experience, personal experience with 
Warskin Anglers. Have you ever owned one? What was your experience with them? What did your tank setup look like? What did you have in with it? Um, what was your tank parameters? What was your, did you have a sump? Did you have a skimmer? Did you have these things? These are questions that you want to ask. You know, you, you want to ask, they have experience with that. And that's where aquari or, uh, forums come in handy. Now, I, I like forums, but I don't like forums. I like forums that are friendly, that are comfortable to talk with people, uh, easy to ask questions. Um, I don't like going to a forum and, oh, you're a newbie and um, you're silly if you do this and you're dumb if you do that. I don't like that. Um, so I, I stick with uh, forums that are friendly and comfortable for me. Um, uh, that's why I accept um, BuckeyeReef.com as an as a sponsor. Um, they are friendly. Um, there's not no new bashing as you as people say allowed. They don't put up with that. So um, I would go to BuckeyeReef.com, click on the appropriate uh, um, thread forum. Um, I would click on fish, put Wartskin Angler in the in the uh, title and ask my questions and see what I got um, but that's part of research because you don't want to take just one person's um, word you don't want to take just one website's word you want you want several ideas so you can come out with your own conclusion and you're the best way that works for you because yeah I've got a 40 breeder I've got a 20 gallon sump I've got all this equipment that's working for me um, hopefully eventually it will work better um, but this same system might crash for somebody else because of the, I don't know the light the amount of light natural light coming into the windows the, the there's all kinds of things that it could be so it, it could be your water type um, so what works for me is might not work for you um, it might work for three out of five people so do your research don't just um, don't be afraid to ask questions um, but don't just expect everybody to just hand you answers you have to go dig for them to get the proper answers um, but that's part of the hobby you're you're getting into um, something where you have to figure out problems solutions to your own problems um, that's why every all of us have all these test kits and everything else because we don't want somebody to just tell us. We want to figure it out. We're problem solvers, right? You're taking a piece of the ocean, you're putting it in a glass box and stick it in your living room. Um, there's problems associated with that, and we're problem solvers. So we have to go through and, and uh, figure it out. Um, and that goes not just with fish. I, I like fish. I like wart skins. I like what people call the ugly fish. Um, that's just me. Now this same thing applies uh, to anemones, to coral, to if you have a macroalgae tank of nothing but macroalgae. Um, you know, you want to research it. You don't want to just assume that your tank is going to develop the proper nutri uh, proper nutrients and um, and things like that. You really have to do some research so um well as Forrest Gump says that's all I got to say about that but um 
give you an update on the uh, clownfish again, uh, our uh, the mini harem. Um, I told you there was ten enemies in there. I've got some really nice ones. You can you can see those um, on uh, on the forum. I've got a forum on BuckeyeReef.com under Joe. Um, also, uh, Buckeye Reef uh, um, kind of did a little thing on my uh, five gallon sexy shrimp tank, the sexy 5G. Um, still have uh, five sexy shrimp in there. Um, I lost an anemone. Uh, what I, what happened was, I, I, I we wanted some life in this tank. I, not that the, that the sexy shrimp weren't great, but we wanted some fish to swim around. So I got this teeny tiny pair of Picasso clowns, and they're great. They swim around in there. They're active. They bring up tons of life to this tank. And then I got the idea. I needed a BTA in here, so the clowns could host so I stuck um, uh, an anemone a bubble tip anemone in there and well it decided to walk through the power head so um, I drained the tank did an 80% water change thought everything was great and then I lost to one of my uh, maxi minis so um, but everything else it's, that's been a couple of weeks everything else looks good um, so I'm, I'm hoping that that's all I, lo I lose. I've done a couple more water changes since then, um, small ones. Um, so uh, hopefully that uh, everything else will be okay. It was, it, it, I, I don't know, I hate losing an enemies. But you, when you lose an enemy, you need to make sure that you do a pretty good cleanup from it because can crash your tank you got stuff can die um, there's obviously something in the the anemones that uh, releases some toxins um, so uh, just something to look out for but I've got two Picasso clowns in there now I don't know how long they're going to be able to stay in there because um, well they're they'll get big quick they're hogs they just eat and eat and eat and eat um, but the five sexy shrimp are still in there. Um, one of them keeps going down in the overflow in the back, and I have to keep digging him out. But it's not a huge deal. Um, but I still have uh, one, two, three, four, five anemones in there. Um, three, uh, three rock anemones, and then two of those maxi minis. Um, the golden, what they call the pizza pie. It's kind of a purplish with green edges on it. So, anyways, that looks good. Um, uh, I told you the mini harem's looking good. I have uh, a dilemma, though. I have a 100-gallon tank that I was going to put in my living room when I redo that next year. And I was going to make that into the mini harem. I don't... I don't think that's going to happen after the experiences I've had with the mini harem. Or it was going to be a big harem. Um, I was going to put 40 clowns in it. Tons of anemones. Um, but I, that's not going to happen. Um, I just don't think that it has a high success rate. And I hate killing stuff off. Um, I can handle losses, but I'm not going to do it intentionally. And knowing that I may lose more. So uh, I, my experiment with the mini harem has broke me so now 
I don't know what to do. Um, but this is where you can come in. If you have any ideas, I have a 100-gallon tank. I'm not interested in corals. I like weird and exotic. If you have any ideas, um, uh, you can um, email me, saltcastplus at gmail.com. Um, I do have one idea that I really like, uh, turning it into a cold water tank, a cold water marine tank. Um, Saltwater Smarts, if, if, if you know anything about uh, um, online uh, magazines and things like that, Saltwater Smarts is a very good uh, place for information. Um, they do regular interviews with people, and they had one just way back, episode 3, um, May 13th of this year is what the date on it says, uh, Cold Water Marine Aquariums. I'm looking into that pretty seriously. I really like the idea. I can, um, uh, it can control some of the major problems that I have with tanks. I seem to get algae in every tank that I have. Um, sometimes it's n not much and it goes away, but it always seems to pop up from time to time. Um, but having a cold water tank with a very, very low light. Um, might help me with that but also they're like crazy cool things that you could put in there you're talking you're thinking about um, deep cold water I, I, I picture this scene and I don't know what show this is off of it's off of a National Geographic show or something of the like where um, they've got these sea uh, these uh, um, um, starfish anemones all this cold water stuff um, and it's just they're they're kind of sparse and, and far in between, but they're there, and uh, it, it just it's really cool. If you have the opportunity to look up stuff on um, um, cold water marine tanks, um, do so. So the major problem with that though is condensation. Uh, you don't want something. You don't want a tank that's going to constantly sweat on the outside. You want the water to stay inside, not outside. So uh, I'll, I'll do some playing and some thinking and see what happens. I have the 100-gallon tank that I was going to use, but now maybe if I want to go this route, maybe I just have to sell that off and get a thicker tank. I don't, I haven't, I don't know how thick it is. I think it's three-quarter. I know it's not an inch thick, um, but if it's three-quarter, I might try, set it up and try. I could set it up, throw a chiller on it, and give it a shot. Um, and if it starts, uh, you know, um, producing too much condensation on the outside, I can always, you know, drain it and set up something else. Um, I have something built. But I don't know. That's just thoughts. If you have any thoughts, any comments, questions, anything you want to hear, um, shoot me an, an email, saltcastplus at gmail.com. Um, this is Joe. I appreciate you listening. And until next time, happy reefing.